1: How are we doing? Thanks for tuning in once again. Now we're building a brand new Under the Cosh podcast website and we're building it with Wix. And for that very reason, Wix are giving Under the Cosh listeners the opportunity to build their very own personal or business website with 10% off. Honestly, it's so easy to use. It's so easy to build your own website. It's a piece of cake well there's over 150 million people who are using wix to build their own websites and you can choose from over 500 stunning templates or you can start from scratch changing and customizing anything you want as you build it from scratch there's loads of really cool features like custom domains email marketing tools unlimited storage we've even got parky putting some things together it's that easy honestly just drag and drop pick your designs easy peasy. it's so all you got to do to get your 10 percent off is go to www.wix.com that's wix.com slash podcast. Just like that, get 10% off. Easy. How are we doing, gentlemen? We're back under the cosh.
2: How's it going? Morning.
1: Tori
3: Cockers. How are you? More <laughs> importantly, yeah. I'm have, you, uh, have you stopped crying to your pillar?
1: Crying to my pillar?
3: Hmm.
2: Chris has been a victim of the uh, the online trolls. Yeah. He's <laughs> uh
3: probably the first proper abuse he's had, isn't it? Yeah. Welcome to our world, mate.
1: But I have not seen anything.
3: I've got a, I've got a just here. <laughs> not seen anything. Like I didn't get a
1: like I didn't get a text message five seconds after it was posted. Go on, what did what did he say?
2: Make sure the irritating little bold one isn't on any of the videos and if you could drop him from the podcast,
3: <laughs> from <laughs> Mr. Nice, Mr. Nice, my ass—that's what he's called, Mr. Nice. Mr. Nice. Thing well, is, I'll, I'll let... oh,
1: I'm right. a lover, not a, not a, not a fighter. A lover, not a hater. So, Mr. Nice, I'll, I'll stretch out the olive branch and um, hopefully forgive can... and forget. Yeah, I'm sure he's a nice guy, He's just having a bad day.
2: I've been a victim of the, um, the online troll. Isn't so well, let's let's talk you through the next process. Okay. You're going to have a Twitter account saying, Was the little one irritating today? (laughs) Yes.
0: Question mark. Yeah.
2: That's the way it's going to go, right?
3: I'm just preparing you. By By that, you mean you've already set it up. Get one of of the little adverts. Should he stay or should he go? Yes, no, maybe. (laughs) We've got two days to vote. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. Yeah. Yeah, so we've had it, I've had it for 20 years, he's had it for 15, 18 years, <laughs> so now you're getting abuse. Masha. you've got to take the good with the Yeah, that's when yeah. you know you've made the it, rough man. rough with the smooth, because you've had a few, is that under the cosh? you from from under the cosh? Yeah. So you've had, a, you've had a little, you've had a, <laughs> few, a few little taps on the top of the head. Yeah. You've had your fucking, uh, your, your balls tickled a couple of times, haven't you? So, <laughs> Mr. Nice, uh, hats he's, off to he's, you. he's staying. Yeah. So, there's a bit, <laughs> this vote of confidence, Yeah. What a conference you stay in. Until
1: Paul's at newspaper next week. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Only because we, nobody else can edit it. You know what I mean? We don't <laughs> just, if there's any editors out there, we don't know what we're doing. If
2: there's any editors with hair out there, just slide into our DMs and we can, we can talk.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, another game this weekend. Monday.
2: Yeah. Another the 0-0. The Steel
1: City Derby. The anticipation was built. Another game, Sheffield United, Sheffield Wednesday—absolute shite. Mm.
3: The atmosphere weren't though. Yeah. The atmosphere yeah. was good. I think someone, court. someone tweeted saying, "If I knew you guys were coming, I'd have had the fucking <laughs> house on nil-nil." Yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable, isn't it? What's yeah. how, how, how it's happening? I'll tell you what though. Seeing um, Uriah Rennie was a positive.
2: A yeah. highlight. Oh. Yeah. Good guy. Mm. Good ref. I always remember him when I was at Donny the first time. I was up front with Leo Fortune West. And he called him Urinal <laughs> for the full ninety minutes. <laughs> but I was tr- I was going to bring it up, but I thought, ah, nah, I haven't. I'll give you a breather, any <laughs> on purpose? Yeah, on purpose. Oh. Just did, did you, he realise Urinal? Uh, I don't think he did, no. So if you listen, Urinal, <laughs> uh, Raya, Uriah. Urinal, <laughs> Urinal
3: for ninety minutes. It good, cause you could have a bit of crack with him. Yeah, he was one of the better ones. One of them old, gear, the old Some just shut down straight away. Like, yeah. Oh, that's the, the, the arrogance. Is... Parky. Fuck off, mate. You know, one of them, which, which she do not mind, but she obviously know you can tell him.
1: Kenna, did you enjoy enjoy the last yeah, episode? Yeah, yeah, a lot. Very I mean,
3: we, obviously we've had him on live show, so we knew we were going to be good. Uh, so it, it was his actions. <laughs> was he? Yeah, tep- he, he had a,
1: a good um, repertoire. 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 Hey. repertoire. Do not fucking hit Kenna! <laughs> 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 now, the,
3: that one, and it. It's a fucking pterodactyl! Yeah. by uh two
2: two to, to
3: that top of the list. Tells a story, doesn't he? <laughs> so, on to his next one. Yeah, we're on him more this week. Look forward to this one.
1: A legend of Football League Management. Mm. Well, when I think clubs. when I think of
2: Rotherham, he pops into my head straight away. Yeah. Hartley yeah.
1: Hartleypool. They love him. Hartley,
3: yeah, he's a hero, Hartleypool. He can't not be after what he'd done though, can he? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Hmm. He'd have kept the Titanic up if, in 1912 if it would if, if if have been steering ship, he'd have kept the Titanic up. <laughs> He's banging on the
2: window, should we get him in? Oh,
3: Come on, here Ronnie. Is.
1: Come on, Ronnie Moore. An present face of the Football League for 46 years. Overall. Good, good
2: start. Good start, good <laughs> Impressed start. Impressed with that. That's eh? the best research <laughs> you've done for a solid six weeks, isn't it? <laughs>
3: That's <laughs> it, done. It <laughs> does make it? Bloody <laughs> hell. Thanks for coming. Yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, thanks for coming. Some yeah, cheers. Some, his uh, first manager. Well,
2: Mick well, Rathborn. Yeah, Mick. Yeah, Mick. Had a spell, didn't he? Yeah, mm-hmm.
4: but his first, uh, we got it right then. First manager, Yeah. Really. <laughs> 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 Sorry, <laughs> Mick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, I mean, in, in terms of the management, what, Tranmere, Rotherham, Oldham, Hartlepool, The Great Escape, regarded
4: as a, a legend, I'd say, at many of them clubs. I know, I mean, it, but it, it's nice when you go, I mean, Rotherham United, obviously, i played for as well.
1: I was really regarded as Rotherham's greatest ever player.
4: Yeah, it's not bad, is it? No. Well, there's a lot of good players there, isn't it? When you look look back at it, I'm manager as well, by the way. Yeah, there was Sejan in them. Yeah, Sejan's about 300 behind, <laughs> <laughs> and Popey's not even on the chart. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the good clubs. I mean, like I say, it always helps to think when you've played for them and you do reasonably well. When you go back as a manager, you get a little bit extra. when, when things go wrong, yeah. they just tend to give it a, a little bit more time. Tramway was the same. I mean, you, you, I look back at Tramway, um, God, when you look 1971, you're talking about really when I, um, when I first started playing. Um, and that, that was the first club I had. I was an amateur at the, at, the, at the time. Then turned pro. My first pro contract was in 1973 for 20 quid,
1: so it's not bad, was it? Were you a butcher's boy?
4: Yeah, yeah I you, yeah you've done well eh? Is there, hey, isn't hey. uh, it? It's hey. took his criticism on board <laughs> <isn't he? laughs> Yeah a, a a place called Alliance Cash and Carry, in it's not there now in Heighton in Liverpool where where I was where I'm from. And I uh I was an apprentice. Really I had the chance uh, I was at uh, Everton you know I was a schoolboy, 14, it's a... St- just turned 16. I was promised an apprenticeship at, uh, at Everton. But in the meantime, during that during that time, my mum died. She had cancer and died when I was just coming up to 16. So it sort of sent me down the wrong road, really. So from being steady eddy, I was staying out on a Friday night. I was going to clubs. Uh, to Not you off the tracks. Total turnaround, you know, looking for a scrap everywhere you went. Uh, which wasn't very nice when you think, you know, on the bus, looking for an argument, coming back from a club in Liverpool. I was just angry then, you know. it, it was Understandable, though. Understandable. I mean, look back now, and it, it's just one of them things. You know, it, 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 it is hard to, to handle when something like that, out the blue, just just sort of happens. And, you know, it, it basically knackered that, that apprenticeship that I had at, um, at Everton went through the window. So that's why I ended up being uh, an apprentice butcher at uh, this Alliance Cash and Carry in uh, in Liverpool or in Heighton in Liverpool.
1: Can you still handle a piece of meat?
4: Yeah. It's, I mean, First it's, up on a Sunday. W- once you get into it I mean it, it's easy <laughs> enough to do I mean you don't have to it's not rocket science. You know he's they, licking his he's lips licking over licking there. Yeah. Yeah. You've, not but, you've been you around on Sunday. You've not yeah.
3: finished any yeah. state we have here
4: on. <laughs> yeah you've got to be careful as a butcher though you know that knife slips has happened tw- two or three times it's gone straight through my thumb and had eight stitches in it you don't even know he have cut it when you're cutting into the meat it's ridiculous off it slides off the bow and it goes straight through and there was blood everywhere and i thought there's a lot of blood there and then and i looked at my hand and it was like a big smiley face on my, on, my, on my thumb it was just <laughs> pumping blood everywhere so i had to order up go to the hospital got about seven or eight stitches in that Come back about three weeks later, slipped off the board and stuck it in my leg. <laughs> so so I got stitches, So I don't think that apprenticeship much. Of <laughs> <laughs> it was there. I'd have probably ended up killing myself and setting my throat <laughs> yeah. there. You probably would <laughs> not be here, would you? So probably done me a favour. Uh, no, so were, but you, were you still playing part time when you were? Yeah, no, I was. I was, I, I was actually right. playing um, Sunday football. Really, Saturday, Sunday. And I was lucky enough, really, probably to probably twelve months after. Uh, I would got the elbow from uh, from Everton. I was playing in a in a game for a pub called the Eton Park in uh, in Eton believe it or not. But um, and I played, scored. A lad that invited me to uh, for trials at Tremor, so I went over and had some trials. Scored three in the in the trial game. So the off, that's when he first offered of me amateur forms. The only thing in them days was obviously I was working because it's not like now where everyone drops you off and your mum and dad takes you there, there and everywhere. I mean, I had to leave at four o'clock, get a bus outside where I, where I was to, to Liverpool, get the ferry across the Mersey to uh, Birkenhead, get a bus from Birkenhead uh, to the Oval where we trained. We trained at six o'clock and do the same thing coming back. So I was getting in about half ten at night. So and this was on a on a Tuesday and a Thursday.
2: So when you went back in professionally, was that did you know then that you it was a priority and you wanted to
4: to get your focus? Yeah, I think without doubt. I mean, you do realise you. I mean, Sick of
1: nearly cutting your thumb off. Well,
4: That's yeah, right, you were. I thought if I can't, like I say if I carried on doing that, that butchers job, I wouldn't be here. So I thought <laughs> no, but I mean. Once you get the second opportunity, you're not going to let it go, you know. Straight away, you know, I was in. I did it. Did the right things. I mean, it was only as an amateur then, but I made sure. I was very fortunate that a guy called Jackie Wright was in charge of training at the time. And in that uh, that first year as an amateur, I, w- I was on the bench. Uh, he put me on the bench, which is very rare that an amateur at them days were, were involved with first team football. So, you know, that that was the start, really. And I, I eventually then turned pro when I was uh, in 1973. And um, you know, at Trammer, first game, all the shot, all the shot away, I was centre forward and he played me centre midfield. I thought, what's he doing here? <laughs> you know, I don't know what he's seen in, in, in me, and in play me in that, in that position. I went and played, I actually played centre midfield with Mark Palios, who's now the yeah, chairman yeah. At, uh, at Trammer. Was he in the FA? Yeah, he was. He was the head of the FA, wasn't he? Um, but he he made his debut at the same time as me in in that game at Aldershot. We were the two midfield players, but I didn't last too long in that midfield area. I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all I, all I knew when I was playing there. I mean, I was a centre forward. I just wanted to get forward. So I mean, I, how we ended up drawing nil nil, I'll never know because I was never in a position where <laughs> I could help <laughs> out defensively. But <laughs> have, you, have you ever played out position? We, we nicked the nil nil. Yeah. For, for
3: about six minutes away at West Brom.
4: What, on the wing I, like? I played left wing,
3: yeah. All Shut I did, honestly. All, yeah. all I did was run <laughs> up and down. They were, a fuck, they, were like a, they were like fucking, they were a turret. All I did was just run in a straight line <laughs> for six minutes. I got on a sub as well. Oh, no. Went on a sub. We had someone sent off, Tony Pulis Park. That's just come out on this left wing for us. I, I lost fucking 17 minutes of the game.
2: We once played Arsenal <laughs> in the Premier League. Oh fuck Ke- <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, just gonna you! Just going to take, know, take it, you it up a notch. Just drop that just one in. Know. I once played in the <laughs> and, uh, Premier League. Arsenal oh, Kevin Ball was manager, and uh, he end up playing as on the right wing. All right. So before the game, obviously waiting for the team sheets, waiting for Ashley Cole. Please don't be playing. It's like Bosan, Gail, Guile, Guile Clichy <laughs> I'm, I'm, old. I'm older than him. I'll just get at him and bully know, him. Yeah, bully yeah. him a little bit. Just, <laughs> he's only small, isn't he? Honestly, it was the worst 90 minutes of my life. Didn't know what I was doing. You lasted the whole game? Lasted the whole game. Didn't know, like positional awareness out the window. <laughs> so I thought, right, I need to have some kind of impact on the game. So I turned into a tough tackling winger. <laughs> Just going around kicking people, right? <laughs> Jens Lehman was in goal. <laughs> I must have clattered into him about five times. Obviously, he's got to by the neck at one point. And after the game, um, Gary Breen was speaking, I was speaking about it. And he said... Thierry Henry was just stood with his hands on his hips, going, "What is this Brown doing? <laughs> what, what, what is this Brown doing? <laughs> yeah. Translator. Yeah. What 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 is this? Because I was just going around clattering people. Was the
4: Irish? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Last time I ever played right wing, first and last. <laughs>
1: yeah. Have you go to Chicago for a year?
4: No, not for a year. It was for the for the summer. Right. Um, Bill Foulkes was the manager of Chicago Sting at the time, and he was big mates with Johnny King, who was was the manager at uh, at Tramway at the time, and he's looking for a centre forward and a centre midfield player, and some. Got got, got both. Both. both (laughs) Yeah, I should have said that too, shouldn't I? Myself and Bobby Tynan um, went over for three months, uh, which was fantastic. First game, New York Cosmos. Uh, Pelly played in the game. Really? Yeah. Played against Pelly? And we won 2 1, and I scored 2 1. just (laughs) trumped us there, haven't you? I just (laughs) want to drop that Pelly in. You can foot your (laughs) your ends (laughs) (laughs) later. I'd scored a winning goal as well, by the way. Oh, I definitely definitely didn't do that. There was only, I think, 100,000 on as well. (laughs) 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 Did Pelly have anything to say about your performance? He said how good I was. He couldn't yeah. believe, he couldn't believe uh, <laughs> that, that I was outstanding. You you play for Tranmere. yeah, yeah. <laughs> to get a shirt, though, you should have seen. Them. There yeah. must have been everybody was after it. I, I don't know who got it, but I, I tried like mad to nick it, but I, I couldn't get it. I mean, it would have been fantastic <laughs> Scrum, to have man. got it. But it was brilliant for, for, for the likes of me and Bobby Tarn and coming from Tranmere, yeah. going over to play in that American League.
1: I think everybody wants to hear about the managerial side of things, but that... That Rotherham team, that 81 team that you were involved in, consecutive promotions, was that a good bond in that team? Of it, was a,
4: it was a great team, to be fair. I mean, going back a few years now, so a lot of people won't, probably won't, won't recognise them. But we had a good squad, a solid squad of, of players who, who socialised, because in them days it was all about socialising, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was... Uh, We'd have a drink with the fans and stuff after the game. Always. When I was a player and when I was a manager... So I mean, you know, you carried
1: that through,
4: yeah, all the time, and and they were good. The crowd, and uh, probably because we did well. I mean, if you are losing every week, I don't think I'd be going and having a pint with too many, <laughs> would I? You know, it, it'd be one of them. But never wanted for 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 any Yale, you know, if I was having a beer. But that in 1981, 80-81 uh, team, when we won the championship, you know, it, it was it was just that togetherness. You know, we'd be out straight after training on a Tuesday, off Wednesday, so we'd all be out. Having a few beers into a club in town. I was in digs with Tony Towner and John Seesman in Sheffield, and we uh, we used to have all meet on a Wednesday, out into town on a Wednesday, train Thursday, have a couple of beers on Friday, nick into a club every now and then on a Friday. <laughs> Get in. I was once late, uh, we, we were out, we said, come on, we'll, go, we'll just go and have a couple of sherbets, not too many on a Friday. So we went out and had a couple of drinks, and um, one drink went to two drinks, and then you're thinking, it's time to go. Then a load of birds come in. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, this local, yeah, this in Rotherham. Th- this was in it. I was. We were in digs in Sheffield, so it was in right. Sheffield. So uh, play, and then we ended up in a place called Josephine's in Sheffield. Then went back to a party, and then got in about three o'clock. <laughs> played, went in thinking oh, we're all like, "Whoa, well, what have we done? This is ridiculous. This gets out, we're going to be in big trouble." And we, uh, I scored two, and we won three 0 So if everyone ever says, "Don't go out for a drink on a Friday," <laughs> <laughs> is that the story you tell you t- tell t- told your players? <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't you do that. I mean, I'm telling them not to have a beer. And I've done that, but it was the once, only the once. Yeah. Uh, but it just shows you, you know, sometimes you can get. You, I mean, now they, they don't even go near it. Do it It's not part and parcel as it used to be. You know, I mean, we used to have beers on the bus when I was a manager. He, if we won, we'd always stop and and get some beers on. Never put them on before, just in case tempting fate. But <laughs> if we if we got result, you to always pull up and stop and have and have a few drinks. And uh, and we had good, you know, good social size and good players at Tranmere and at at, uh, at Rotherham then. There
1: can't be many managers that do. Is there any managers that, that you've heard of that do that anymore?
4: Not really. No. Good result,
1: stop off. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Not not many, but I mean, obviously Gary Mills did it before on the Friday, uh, which spoke about my book, which has not gone down very well. But same as, same as that, I, I once got fucking sucked in on a Friday and played Dover the next day, we, we, we drew two all, which we were second bottom of the league, they were second in the league, drew two all, which is a great result, and I scored. <laughs> so, I'm, I agree with Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> you had
1: a You had a good relationship with the fans. Robert, am I reading about the policeman's act
4: yeah that was um I mean if I did it now I'd probably get fired by the FA for it which is ridiculous really I mean because I used to like it a lot I mean when the crowd used to shout on you know yeah oh, boy you're having a nightmare I used to say you're right mate I am I'm stinking <laughs> and then all his mates would laugh at him whereas if i had a turn around to him and says sod off or piss off or whatever They'd have all been going, whoa, and so they're on me, so they're on his back instead yeah. of mine. Yeah. Bit of reverse psychology. Yeah, just get it into, and it used to work all the time. And, and Barnsley, nearly every time we played against Barnsley, I scored in the games, so so they hated me anyway when, when we were at Barnsley. And this day, in them days, you yeah, used to have police walk around the, around the pitch, and someone's had a shot, it wasn't me by the way, but someone's had a shot, it's, it's hit the copper as he's walked past. So as he's come behind the goal, it hits him and knock, knocked him out or onto the floor with it, and his hat fell off, this copper's hat. So me being me, I've gone over it and put this copper's hat on and just done a little jig in front of it. And then the next time I went to Barnsley, uh, the the song come out that Ronnie Moore's a wanker, he wears a wanker's hat, and when he turns her upside down, he looks NF and, t- <laughs> <laughs> and every time we went to Barnsley after that, <laughs> that was the song. And even on Twitter now, when when Barnsley lads come on, they all keep saying, "How's your hat, mate?" You know, have you still got your hat? There and was shit. a few
2: people yesterday saying it. I don't yeah, know what yeah. they're on about, but a great yeah.
4: bunch of Barnsley fans, you know. Great so that's what it was about. Yeah, that's where it come from. That
2: towards
1: the end of the your- Playing career, you straight into assistant manager while still playing. Is that were you fixed? You, I'm going to be a manager.
4: Yeah, I thought. I mean, like a lot of people think at the time. I I didn't actually think I'm going to be a manager when I was a player. You know, it's just when you're coming towards the end of your 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 playing days, you sort of think about where am I going to go? Definitely not going back to Butchering. (laughs) (laughs) That's for sure. That one's gone out the window. So you know, I think sometimes the natural progression is I did my coaching badges. You know, then I I I, I was caretaking manager um, for a, for about three months. When and I thought I quite I quite like this. You know, it's something. Then Johnny King came back, who, uh, who uh, who'd be my manager in the early years. He come back to trauma and he asked me. I was still play. I was player coach with Johnny King. Then then one day I mean I'd had a mayor I can't remember what it was, but after the game on the bus and he shouted me down and he uh, went big man come here he went um i think it's about time you put your boots away <laughs> <laughs> i went what <laughs> <laughs> yeah he says i'm just thinking i think you're just about right now to be assistant manager i think you need to uh to bin them boots how old were you at this point i was uh 40 oh Jesus. <laughs> 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 no <laughs> <laughs> I was thirty-seven. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it was just about right, you know what I mean. He, I was just about ready for it, but he—he um, he was fantastic manager. I mean, the things that he did at uh, at Tranmere, Johnny King. I mean, you look at the promotions he got. I was just saying to, uh, before about we—we uh, we actually went to Wembley four times in the calendar year. It's, uh But to do that, and then basically, when I was assistant manager to him, we got to the playoffs. I think it was four or five seasons on the trot to get to the Premier League, and just couldn't forget how close the
1: Trammy were. You know, like where they are now. Yeah, and that's how close close to the Premier League.
4: Yeah, you know, three or four
1: playoff seasons on the trot to get to
4: the Premier, which was a sickener, really. Because I mean, he's a great, great manager, King. When we were away on a Friday night, he used to say to me. Take the lads away from from here. They can have two pints, no more. And that, honestly, that's a, and it sounds like we we talked about a pint thing, football, blah, blah blah blah. But it was it it was just the way they were, you know. And and to be fair, everybody used to just go and have, have the couple of pints, uh, no problem. Some only had one. I'd try and bring it back, and I'd always turn around. Where's Nicko? Eric Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> so we could never find him. <laughs> so we've all come out and. He'd end up having four or five nickel. Mind you, he was seven foot, so I mean, four or five pints, but he used to be the one that we, we had to try and drag out. out there's always and, one. There's always they? one, yeah. You know, it's probably Parker's one. <laughs> <and> that, <but laughs> there's always somebody there, and it, it used to be Nico, but, but at that time, everybody was doing it. So it's not it's not like uh, like now, where if, if you were letting lads go out for a beer, you, you, you ain't going to be able to compete, are you? Yeah. That's the thing. If it's, we've spoken about it a lot of times.
2: If it's going well, and it gets out that the players had a couple of pints before a win, it's completely fine. Mm. If you lose, you're getting... You know, it's, which shouldn't be like that, I don't think. No, it shouldn't, yeah, bust, you should, but you're, you're right. right. Trust the manager and... Yeah.
1: I suppose it's what comes from the journalist and social media and everything. Right? Yeah, you've got no chance.
2: You're
4: not just
1: being judged by the me- by papers, you now you're being judged by everybody, and everybody's got a voice, haven't they, to put it yeah. out there.
2: Mm. So how did you end up getting the going into management then?
4: My first job was Southport um in the uh, National League. You know, um, Charlie Clapham is a chairman there. It's been he was a chairman it's just recently, it's only I think it's only this year he's or, or last season he, he packed in from there. And to be fair to Charlie, um Rotherham showed an interest uh, after the, I think it was three months I'd been there. Showed an interest basically because they'd had a vote or something in Rotherham with the Rotherham advertiser of who they wanted in as next manager. Yeah. You know, and that that my I was a overwhelming one to come in you know and it said obviously being a Kingian and what had achieved in that time and I was part of that probably helped me really to get that Rotherham job how many votes did you submit for yourself? <laughs> <laughs> get
2: the family involved in that got, yeah I can't remember it was writing one man after the letter, that, letter. It, Yeah. the
4: bloody hell so but it was uh, it was to be fair to Charlie Clapham I mean he, he was after compensation obviously because I'd signed there and I I just said Charlie come on mate you know I'll get you a couple of beers here there, or whatever let let me go I mean it, it's my it's a dream job for me yeah. to go back and to be fair he he did you know he sacrificed and, yeah, and he let he me back. go there what they were Rotherham in at this point they were fourth fourth division then
1: yeah that... eight successful years at Rotherham first yeah successful. I mean
4: when you say successful the, the first year I went in there you know every I mean it was unbelievable. Uh, the pressure you felt under, you know, especially
1: after all it's, them votes in paper, yeah. As well. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it, it
4: you ju- it just be it, if you're not careful, it can really take over. And then we, uh, we got back to back promotions, which yeah. you know, which was great, really, because you look at it, and then when you get into that league one and then get into the championship. Because I mean, halfway through that year, when we were in League One, I remember saying to John "If we're not careful here, we're going to go up again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we were like, every time we were playing, we were winning, we thinking, hold on
2: a minute here. You know, do we, were uh, you getting of, support from the board? Were you getting a bit of money to spend or was it just shoestring?
4: No, I, I, I think, well, it was a shoestring, but it was still decent money for... For, for, for that uh, level. For, yeah, I mean, you know. Competitive. Ke, Ken Booth, who, who was a chairman here, everybody, you know, gave him so much stick which really was unwarranted because every time I went to him and asked for money you know he never said no as long as it was um, I remember going to him to, to get a lad called Alan Lee uh, Big Al yeah from, from Burnley we took him on loan Stan, Stan Turner was the, the, the manager at Burnley at the time so we took him on loan he come did really well and I went back to Stan I said can we can we take him again he went uh, this five grand uh, loan fee I went what? Went, yeah, we we decided we're coming out with loan fees now, uh, only because he'd scored five or six goals. It while he'd been there, so I said, "Well, how much you want for him then? If you if you you're messing about on five grand for a loan fee, what, what what's the figure you're looking for?" He went hundred grand. I went, "You're not gonna get hundred grand for him, no way." He went, "Well, that, that's that's what it'll be." So I thought, rather than mess about, I went back and and spoke to the chairman. I went to to Ken, typical scrap man, you know he, he's. Side at side on, and well, he's on, and whatever you know. It's uh, and he, I just said to him, Look, uh, we can have him, uh, we've got to pay five grand now, um, to take him on loan, or we can pay a hundred grand, and he get hundred grand. He went, uh, will we make money on him then? Do you think we'll make money on him? And I, I'd have said, yeah, anyway. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Just to get him in. I went, yeah, chairman, no problem. Yeah, yeah, we'll make money on him. <laughs> so we we bought him for 100 grand and then we sold him for 1.3 million. So, oh, so, was then. so the chairman made a lot of money. I never got a drink out of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: I spoke to Sedghi this morning, and he said, ask him about Alan Lee, because he absolutely loved him. He said, people think I was the teacher's pet, but it was Alan <laughs> Lee, so he says.
4: So, you know, well, they, they say Sedghi, they say Alan Lee, they say Mike Pollitt. Pollitt, yeah. So, you know, they, they're not far off with the three of them, because they, they all did well. If they do well for you, then you, you tend to, to, to be on our, their side a little bit, don't you? <laughs> yeah. And they, they were good three players, that's for sure, Them. What
1: was the, what was the story about Polly on the...
2: On the coach. Yeah, and he, he oh, still look. denies it shitting on the coach. <laughs> it was Polly. <laughs> do you know what? He, he, uh, he's rang Sedge up, because obviously Sedge talked about it on the podcast. He's yeah. rang Sedge up and went, Chris, I'm going to have to do you for slander. I'm going <laughs> to have to sue you. It wasn't me. Sedge's he, he, narrowed it down to two, Polly and um, I can't think of the other fella's name. And they're both just denying it. And they've both come so far saying that it wasn't
4: them, they can't go back. But Polly, Polly, Polly wasn't happy. Well, if I was a gambling man, I'd, I would say it's uh, Polly. <laughs> Definitely. What, what,
1: what happened for those who didn't, haven't heard? Yeah, this yeah, I'm trying to the episode? Did he? What,
3: was it?
1: Did he wipe it his ass on
3: the box? Did he Wipes, what, Did he wipe his ass on the
4: towel? Yeah, on the towel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, then did you go in after? He should have just thrown the towel out, chunny or took it out. <laughs> of did them, he leave something.
1: it? He left it in the. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't wipe
4: your hands on it. No. <laughs> no it was not honest no it was just we wanted to know what's the final yeah so we never we never actually got to to who it was for but i've always thought it was polly no. <laughs> polly if i'm wrong mate i apologize <laughs> <laughs> tell me the truth now <laughs>
2: was there a time when um, it, it was late you obviously laid back with the players and you had that relationship with them did anybody ever cross the line
4: with the, with the boozing and stuff. To be honest, the the there were decent lads. There was no one that where I had to actually nail or find two weeks or shoot or shoe him out the club. They, I think they knew how far they could go. Because as a manager, I was laid back with, with the way I, with the way I went with them. But they knew once it stepped out of line, then then I'd batter them. I'd come down, you know, with an iron fist, really. You know, the good lads are brilliant, but it, it's how you handle the. Uh... The mouthy ones, if you like, and the 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 uh, the ones who who tend to go just over. You have to pull them. In like, like Guy Branston was a was an example. <laughs> you know, Guy. You always want a guy on your your side because he, he was man mountain. He, he was, you know, he, and in the end, he, he was a baby really, to 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 because he, he he would be angry, and then he could, you know. I just knew how to how to get round him, and 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 he just cool himself down because when he was angry, he was an angry man. And I used to say to Breck, who was my assistant, Breck, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm leaving Branston out this week. <laughs> do me a favour, go and tell him Fred <laughs> used to go, What the hell Gavin? Do I have to? <laughs> I have to? <laughs> no, I'm only kidding, but but a guy like he was uh, physically strong and it was never his fault, you know. I think we were wolves or someone like that we were playing. And at half time and he's him and the lad were having a go at each other and his fourth official's waiting at the at the tunnel to, to go in and Brano leans over after this lad and bangs him right right in front of the uh fourth official. So I'm I'm giving the team talk at half time, bum bum bum. Referee comes banging on the door. your, your number six uh, is off red carded. What what? for? He's punched the lad in the top Brano, come in. Have you punched, gaffet I've I never touched him. <laughs> I, I swear, I've never touched him. Lano, you're lying bastard, I didn't touch him. Then you look at the, the video, the video's got him all the way into the thing, bang, straight straight right. Two weeks wages, it's like, what are you doing? And we were right uh, the was it Michael Lufford, it might have been in Greece. And we were at the bar, me and Breck having a beer with the lads. And Brano was stood, stood by the side, and there's three or four lads trying to push in in front of Brano. So the, the lad nips in front of him, and he, he, Brano just said, Oi! It's it's my shout, I've been waiting here, never mind. And they would take, they'd a few, and they were taking the mickey really out of Brano. And I, I was We were just on the side, me and Breck, and I thought, This is going to be great, <laughs> <laughs> you can just see it's going to kick off here. So the lads sort of had to go at Brano. The, 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 and he went look and the lads sort of thumped him in, in, and he's caught him on his arm and he went is that your best shot mate to and the lad went what and he's turned around and I'm not kidding the, the four he's he banged one then the others have come over and the four of them are on the floor flat <laughs> out in, in like 30 seconds <laughs> sorry to Brett come on mate we haven't seen that let's get yeah. out of here <laughs> I'm not kidding it was unbelievable he's just Deck before him, and big lads, not little lads, bam, all over trying to get beat him into the queue for a for a bit. But but you could you could only love him. You know what I mean? He, he on the, when he turned out for you on a Saturday, he he he's the first one who'd, who'd run through the brick wall for you. and yeah. Absolutely give you everything. I mean, we were at Old City one one season. They had one of these. You remember the the old windows where there's there's like a door and there's four windows. It's like it's like a cross. And there's four panes in it, mm-hmm. and he put this like very thin wooden cover over it. So it looked like a, if you can imagine, it looks looks like a full door, yeah. and it's got referee's name on uh, the referee room on there. So Brano gets sent off, and he, he comes to sit. I went, No, get out, go on. I don't, you've let us down, blah, blah, blah. So he's walked down a tunnel, and as he's gone past the referee's thing, he's thought, he's come back and he's punched it so he's punched this door thinking it's a door but he's actually gone through the because it's only like quarter inch thick the wood he's gone through the wood and straight through the pane of glass that was the other (laughs) side that he didn't know was there (laughs) because it just looks like 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 a normal thing with referees room on it he's gone bang gone through and he's slit split the vein in his arm here that's pumping like mad so he's on the floor so just by chance, someone was walking through there th- and he's come to the physio. and went, uh, 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 He went, Hey, he went, That lad has just been sent off. He's on the floor in there, blood everywhere. <laughs> so pff, it's like pff, physio goes, Dennis goes bombing in to see what's happening. And uh, like I say, he's punched it and he'd, he'd severed all the things here and he, he had to have his arm up and onto the hospital. He was out for about five or six weeks with it. Okay. Could have killed himself. Did you have to find him as well? Well, he got fined, which was oh I really want it but <laughs> <laughs> you just got to try and treat them the right way innit <laughs>
2: can you remember um, I think I don't know it might be Magaluf did you catch Monkey doing something Monkhouse. Monk house. enlighten it a little bit I think he's it might have been at the end of the night and he's uh, you've seen him having a having a fag and he, he, you've bowled over and you're going, Monkey what, what the fuck are you doing <laughs> and he's just took a, a drawer of this fag blew it in your face and went, I'm on a ladder gaffer. I gonna do what the fuck I want.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can assure you that never happened because I'd have knocked him out. (laughs) Said you said you were fuming, like. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I never put him then if he said that I'd I ripped his head off, monkey. Who else was in that? That, that, uh, Leo Fortune West, was he? Yeah, Leo Fortune West was, um, he did well for me. You know, we, we went, we had to go to uh, Ron Nodes and, to sign him, 25 grand he wanted for him. So I had to go and see my chairman and ask, you know, can we, twenty f- five? 25- yeah, yeah, go on, yeah. will we make money on him? <laughs> I went, well, I'm not too sure about this one. <laughs> <laughs> I went, I'm not too sure about this one, but, but you never know. But John Breck, uh, when, he, when he first came in, I had to do some, some business, so I couldn't go up to the training ground that day, so Breck took the training, and he'd come back and he went, I think we made a ricky. He <laughs> was like, "What?" He went, "Oh, he can't. He couldn't hit a barn door. <laughs> he couldn't. He couldn't trap a bag of cement." I went oh fuck's sake. <laughs> so, and it was true. He, he, he in training, he was probably the worst. In fact, it was that bad. You know, used to have the yellow bib and the, the the yellow shirt in, yeah, in the, the, worst the worst trainer, of the trainer way. or whatever. We had to. We actually put on it. I've had a Leo, <laughs> so it wasn't a nightmare. So we had the. We got the other year. I had a Leo, but he uh, he got some goals for us, and he actually we bought him in for twenty five grand. But when I spoke to Ron Noddy about it, I went, look, you know we're struggling, isn't we? we haven't got that much. I said, can you uh, can you do it like the catalogue? And he went, what? I went, well. Five pounds a month or, or five <laughs> grand down and, and an installment <laughs> for Leo. And to be fair to Nosy, he, he went, Yeah, go on then. He says, I don't do that often, but it's only 25 grand. So we, we sort of paid five grand there, four grand there, till we could eventually, till the chairman, our chairman paid it off. <laughs> but he went, uh, so we got him in for 25 and we sold him for 300 grand to Cardiff. Because oh. I remember saying to Brett, I said, Yeah, we just had an offer for Leo. He went, what <laughs> <I> went, <laughs> you went, what went, <laughs> <laughs> went, yeah. he went I said to him would he take 150 grand he went I'll drive him down there <laughs> 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 get me keys <laughs> yeah. and it was brilliant for us you know he, he did if you look at his goals or whatever and when I said like it's 300 grand he, he couldn't believe it but he, he actually you know he he bettered himself you know I thought we he taught. did well at Cardiff didn't he yeah and he was handful yeah. you know six foot three elbows knock you about and his touch wasn't brilliant you know lads used to mock about it saying his second touch always a tackle this that and the other but we for someone to lead the line you know in them days when everybody had one but it, it was fantastic really i mean and to get money for him was an extra bonus for the chairman
0: Plushcare.com/slash/weight-loss. That's
4: another one I never got a drink from now. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: when he used to wear glasses, you know, because uh, we were going to a game once, and we, I was in the front, and I turned around, and it was um, Glover, Lee, uh, Lee Glover, striker, striker. So the two of them were like three behind me. So I've turned around, and, and I thought, oh, so set to break do make it obvious, but have a look behind us here. Have you seen our two, uh, two strikers behind us? So we turned around and the two of them are sat there with, with these both got a pair of glasses on and went, <laughs> oh, fucking chance of me <laughs> <laughs> scoring a goal with these these two here. Yes. And they both did really well to be fair. Groups was a decent finish, it's
1: It's that time of the week again, yeah. The only reason that you tune into this podcast is when I bring you some interesting stats and facts from The Economist. This week we're talking wages, dollar, dollar bills, yeah. In 1957, get this, the average top English player would be paid £1,677 a year, which is about 75 pounds Not bad for kicking a bag of air around, but wages in the top flight of English football have continued to spiral ever since. But who are the main protagonists in this wage story? Well, in 1994, the first £10,000-a-week player, any guesses? Chris Sutton, after signing to Blackburn from Norwich to complete the SOS formation. First 50 grander, Roy Keane, year 2000. But that wasn't to last long, as just one year later, Sol Campbell became the very first £100,000-a-week player signing for Arsenal from Tottenham. Unbelievable. And now, Alexis Sanchez, king of the crop, sleeping on a bed of dollar bills, you're like Scrooge McDuck. Three hundred and fifteen thousand pounds a week. That's over twenty million dollars a year. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to get my feet up and I'm going to read my free copy of The Economist. Because as you know, The Economist is about far more than just economics and finance. It covers a wide range of subjects from world politics, business, science, technology, arts, the environment and even sport. Yep, it helps readers prepare for what is going on in the world around them. So to get your free copy of The Economist, text under, without the E, just like the title, UNDR to 78070. The Economist sifts through the noise, focusing on the essential information that tells the real story. It's for the kind of person who never stops asking questions and wants to know why the world is the way it is. So get your free copy now by texting under UNDR to 78070. Um, Rotherham fans brought it up on Twitter. The uh, Ipswicher affair. You weren't
3: anything to do with it, was
1: it?
4: That wasn't call? me.
1: Uh, no. Tim Swallows over here.
4: Well, they say it was at Oaks, don't they? But, but I know that Rotherham issued a, a statement saying that um, there's no way I was I was leaving the club. They, yeah. they were getting no permission to speak to me. So if it's at Oaks, that thing doesn't normally come out, does it? What was yeah. the
2: story? What, it, was, what it was
4: basically... Um, apparently somebody had phoned the club on the Friday. supposed to be... Um, Sheepshank was was the chairman at, um, at Ipswich then, supposed to be him, who had spoken to Phil Henson, who was our chief exec. And I only found out in the morning, someone someone phoned me and said, uh, Ipswich have been here for you, you know, and whatever. And I thought, what? And it was on Sky that, that Ipswich had shown an interest uh, in me going there. And at the time, you know, you looked at Ipswich and uh, I mean, decent club, But I've I've been at Rotherham all that time, you're thinking, you know, is it time for a move? Is it time to move on? Because sooner or later, something's going to go tits up uh, and something might happen. So um, I asked the club, I said, look, if you have been on, uh, can I have permission just to speak and see see what what it actually is and what's going on? Um, And Phil Enson said, no, no, you can't can't speak to them. They're, they're They're not having permission. So, but it went out publicly that some guy then phoned up said it wasn't the chairman it was me who was doing it but never they never give a name I'm, it's oaks it's, it's nothing to do with that so i'm like stood in the middle thinking oh oh what, what, what's going on here so we we i've never ever from to this day found out was it an oaks you know was it really was it really ips with you who who wanted us but I, I always think back and say, why did the football club issue a statement, statement saying that, you know, I can't speak to them, they haven't got permission to speak to me. Uh, and I, you know what it's like in football. If they'd really have wanted you, surely somebody would have got in touch with me anyway. Because yeah. Yeah. that's what happens, is it? I mean, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not supposed to happen, and we know that. But in football, <laughs> in football, there's ways and means of, of somebody letting you know, yeah. um, you know, what... What, what's going on so from from this day though it's be, it's a complete mystery i mean it was it was handled so weird you know i just come off i think we were chilling him or somewhere like that and someone from sky come and ask me and would you be interested and i've said yet yeah, right after the game yeah. it's only later on then you think oops hold on a bit here you know the spec is the only thing i want to do to get out of here or whatever. But it, but it, it wasn't so much that. It was just, you know, how far do you go with Rotherham? Can they go to the to the Premier League? Yeah, yeah. You know, the investment then said no. It was never going to happen. You know, Ipswich, Europe, this, that, and the other. All of a yeah. sudden, you're thinking, well, you know, it, it might be might be worth an opportunity. Mm. You know, because I've had I've had opportunities to leave Rotherham. I mean, umpteen times when when I was at you know in in them in them eight years when I was first there. Uh, I've had, I could have gone to five or six different clubs, yeah. which I turned down. Big clubs, big, uh, big, some big, big, big clubs. decisions. Though. Big decisions for me, you know. Big, big clubs, as in, not one too far away from Rotherham, you know. That that I could have gone to, uh, if I if I'd have, if I'd have wanted to go. But if I'd have gone there, I'd have got undrawn and quartered. So you know, I couldn't have lived there. I'd have had to move.
1: That reputation that you've already got with the fans, with the club, you've been there for so long.
4: Yeah, that's. Do you, you know, regret that. that? Do you regret not going? When you look back at things, you know you can regret it. But I had a wonderful time at Rotherham, you know, and and things went so well for me. I, I don't think you can regret it. I, th- I think if you look back in life and and think, "Oh, I should have done that," I think that'll haunt you forever. I think you, you have to make a decision and stand by what your decision is. I think if I'd have really wanted to do it, I'd have done it. Mm. So something yeah, something yeah. stopped me from from doing it. Now whether that was I'm living in Rotherham or, you know, cause I mean, I could have gone to in that at that time, you know, I, I'd spoke to, to Watford, So I had the opportunities to go to, to clubs, but you know, I was happy where, where I was living, you know, family life w- was good, results were going well. So, I mean, and we had four years in that champion. I mean, how we ever stayed in that league for four years, that championship with, with the the budget that we were on was, it was unbelievable. You know, and every year you think thinking... Well, one year we had a half-decent season, but every year we're thinking, let's get to 50 points. If we get to 50 points, nine times out of 10, that, that would uh, that would keep you in the league.
2: Okay. When you mentioned Watford, it brought back a, a story. I think it was from Rotherham, said you might have told us again. The um, the changing rooms at Watford, you've got to walk past yeah. the home one to get the away one, are not you? Yeah. And um, it was when Elton John Elton John. <laughs> yeah. Elton John's walked past with all his... With all his entourage. entourage. Yeah. So obviously all the lads
0: have
4: run to the door like Elton. someone yeah. shouts Elton John's here. So, yeah. you haven't he? so they go, Elton John's here. So they've all come out, oh it's Elton John, it's Elton John, Elton John. And then Monkey was looking out. I don't know whether it's Polly or, or somebody, but he's looked out and they've gone, Elton you knobhead bad. Pushed Monkey out. <laughs> Close the door. <laughs> <laughs> so Monkey stood in it. <laughs> he stood like that, and they all turned round looking at him. What? <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> 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 oh, it's true that <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> it was brilliant.
1: You went to Alden from Rotherham. What happened there? Because it, I mean, it was
4: it was a quick stint. Yeah, it was. It was twelve months there. Um, we went in there, myself and Breck. I was quite lucky because I'd been, i left Rotherham and I think within two weeks I was at Oldham. It, it, it was unbelievable how, how quick things went, went turn round. They were struggling when, when uh, myself and Breck went in there. Kept them up that year. And then the following season finished ninth. I think it was ninth. Um, and got the sack. You know, it's like, well, hold on a minute, why? I mean, I don't know. A lot of people, I mean, I I still have a banter now a little bit on on Twitter with with one or two of the Oldham uh, supporters. But I don't know whether they know Oldham, but people who do know Oldham, you're actually sitting in the crowd as a manager. You know, you sat there with the subs in the away side and and there's, there's fans sat two yards in front of you. Well, I was getting dogs abused for for boshing it. Apparently, you know, boom every time it went long, they would go <laughs> boom, boom, <laughs> and then you know. So it was like they wanted pretty football, and we didn't uh, have a team who could play pretty football. You, you have to look at what you've got and play a certain way, you know. And uh, there were times when when we did play at different clubs, but for some reason they got it in their head, the supporters, that it's boom, 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 and what you, you know. know? It's just, there was like an atmosphere. Uh, and they were, So th- these people who were around where the uh, dugouts were were quite abusive at times. Not everybody, you know, not everybody. They, they, I mean, my wife used to go, so she wasn't, yeah. but the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> but the rest of them. Uh, well, yeah, you know, so we, we, I was getting sticking. You keep hearing this about Oldham, don't you? Uh-huh. sounds like Galatasaray. So, so you, you, you
2: finished ninth in, the, in League One?
4: Yeah, I'm sure it was ninth. Yeah, it might be a line, it might be twelfth, but it, it was but certainly still. above where they where they were. And the chairman came to me and says, uh, "Season tickets uh, have not gone as well as as they should have done." So <laughs> it's like, well, hold on a minute. It's, and he went, "It's it's the, the football that we've been playing, or, or lack of football that we've been playing, and, and that's the reason for it." You know, and it, which was bollocks, really. I mean, it's nothing to do with that. I mean, he he obviously didn't fancy me doing it, or, or for what reason. Instead of just saying it and, and getting on with it, you know, I can't stand people who go. I'd rather have it bang straight, straight in the face, you know, uh, rather than uh, go round the houses and, and and creep around it and use use excuses.
2: Was he hoping for a promotion or something like? That? Is that what? I, th-
4: I think he was, you know. And, and I'm thinking, and I, I'm not. I'm sure somewhere down the road, I, I had a little pop at because uh, it was. I said they're still living in Joe Rowell area area in the past you know, plastic pitches and all this, which probably out of order, when it, when it, but it wasn't meant to, the way it's come across. And it can it caused a, a lot of trouble, I would imagine, with a lot of supporters there. I wasn't having a go chill Jill Royal. You know, it, it, it was simple as that, but nearly every time I went back after that, we won which was pleasing for me. I think we we lost one. It's a light way of putting it. Yeah. And and one one year we were there, my lad actually scored, uh, it was a penalty in the 90th minute, I think it was, something like that. And it, it took uh, probably three days for me and our <laughs> to get to, to come off the pitch, you know, <laughs> at, at the end, celebrating. And that didn't go down too well. But I, uh, we both got our hands up 1-0 like this, <laughs> turned around, and everybody, and well, there's nobody in there if it's that late. They won't go. <laughs> by the time we realised. But a lot of Oldham supporters who've been really genuine on uh, on Twitter by, it's not all of us, Ronnie. It's not, you know what I mean? So yeah. it. it I suppose if you get a certain section, but but, but the the chairman listens to him, or whatever, then then you know football, they don't like you. year out, aren't you? Mm.
1: You mentioned Ian, though. Do you is that a difficult situation to be in? I mean, because we've talked about you know having your son in the team, yeah. And do you have to deal with it in a certain way? Not wanting to not want to see
4: preferential treatment. No, it was, it was never a problem for me because I mean, no, he never got any. Uh, in fact, he got worse. Yeah, you because know, you, you see you, you that bit, way, either
1: yeah. way, you either get, you know, get it a bit easier or you're getting it all the time.
4: Yeah, you tend to I and in a I mean I actually took him to Rotherham the second time I was at Rotherham and and it probably it was probably worse there for him anyway because he tend to sat, sit on the bench because uh Lafondre was scoring goals and wherever there, but didn't work half as hard as are And I look and, and I'm saying, you know, sometimes you look back in and, and, and think should I have started him or played him or give him more game time, but because he was my lad, yeah. it was easier to say, well, I'll tell you what, you mm. stay in and, I, and I'll sit him there because mm. he won't mind because he's my lad. you know. And did he more, ever have a puppy yet? Did he ever no, thought, thought no, me, he, he's quietish lad anyway. He's one of them. He's never come up to me and, what are you doing? You know, he's he's never, ever said that, but I think deep down he probably thinks it. Yeah. I think he probably thinks, well, why did you carry on playing him? You know, when it was obvious, you know, that, that, time was right for, for him and, and it's funny funny story because he hadn't played that many games while I was there then I got the sack from from, from Rotherham uh, we lost 5-0 at, at Chesterfield in the derby game which, yeah, crazy yeah. spot, <laughs> it, it? Uh, which is not not nice when it's a derby game but even then we were 5th in the league You know, so it wasn't like we were, we were struggling at the bottom of the league I think we'd have still gone up but the board in their wisdom decided to, to let me go so I get the sack so Lids puts are Ian in. They only win 6-0, he scores three. Fucking <laughs> 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 told you, Dad. Cheers, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it, it's just unbelievable how it happened. Yeah. Yeah. I go out and you think, well, he'll be a bit miserable. He scores three goals and he wins 6-0.
1: Was it after that Chesterfield game, the uh, the Sky interview that you said? I've had, had a gun, I'd shoot them.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I didn't quite mean it like that, you know what I mean? But it's just, you're so frustrated. Um, and it, I don't know why, like, it just slips out. It's one of them, <laughs> isn't it? You're thinking. It was only later when I saw it I thought, on the TV, I thought, Ooh, that, that sounds a bit, that's a bit strong now. <laughs> that didn't it. come across quite how I it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I didn't really mean I would actually give me a gun and I'll shoot them. Although, was there a bit but, of a backlash from that? Did
1: anybody. No,
4: to, no, I don't, no, there wasn't really. It was only I, I sort of looked at it and thought, and it was later on somebody I was in, I was out somewhere and he come up to me and says, "Would you have shot the money?" And I was like <laughs> "No, not really. It was just, it was just something I said, you know, on the spur yeah. of the moment. You can't, you start saying it, you can't drag it back, can you? Then once yeah. you've said it, you think, "Do oh, have I have I really said that?" You should have <laughs> given us a shot. one I not get these paintball guns for you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it really meant but but like I say I I enjoyed all my time Uh, all my jobs as manager really I've enjoyed you know even Oldham you know I I, I enjoyed it Uh, I mean I didn't think I was going to go from there sometimes you look back and think you're a lucky bastard really (laughs) when you think because I've had the sack when I was 6th or 5th in the league when we were at Eastleigh Um, Oldham ninth. Trammer always safe and above water and and yet I've had the sack twice there I mean once obviously over, the, over this gambling nonsense yeah. that went on yeah. can you talk so about what that what happened you know? there which I mean it, it's
1: because I was looking at this it's... It, there was 95 bets I've got it here. a bit of research yeah. 95 bets 65 of them were under a tenner yeah and 10 of them we're a pound. It's, so, I mean, if you're looking for that yacht in Costa Brava, yeah. I don't <laughs> think we're and not that, going on the gambling route, that,
4: that was the annoying thing for me. Uh, and we were, we were struggling a little bit at the time and, and that's where I look back again about loyalty, you know, of a club saying, bang, hold on a minute, it was an easy way out uh, for Trammer to get shut. Mm. You know what I mean, at the time. You know, and I look back and, uh, and I think about the chairman thinking, well, hold on a minute. He, he didn't really want I know about what had happened and how it happened. You know, he didn't actually sit me down and say, Come here and let's have a chat about this and let's see what it is. Have you been betting against Chamberlain Rovers losing games? Well, if you do that, you want shooting. Yeah. Sorry, but you want. <laughs> you You, want, just, you he just he walked just walked stays <laughs> on <off> the tub. the <tongue. laughs> You want knocking up. You know, if, if, if you're doing something like that
3: against I've seen mean, it.
4: on I mean, an army instead so of going back to butchering it. <laughs> <laughs> but I look back at, at one of them. One of them bets, right, we were at Colchester uh, and my sister-in-law rung me up Saturday morning and says, Oliver, who's my, my nephew, who was seventh at the time, she went, can you put a pound double, right, a pound double, tram me to beat Colchester and Man United to beat Chelsea. Do you know what it paid if it come up? £3.50, right? <laughs> what did we, you say? I won't fucking back we, us. <laughs> you know, we, we actually beat Colchester 5-0 at Colchester and Man U beat, beat Chelsea. So so we won £3.50. So they done me for that because I bet on my own team in that division right. to, to win a game, right? I had £20. I had a £20 bet on the cup final. Just how good I am, right? Man City to beat Wigan, Right? One to four. <laughs> <laughs> you got beat. <laughs> right? So, but because we played in the FA Cup, yeah, you couldn't I that. couldn't bet. Well, now what sort of inside information have I got on that? Yeah, <laughs> Exactly like the punter. And I, I do understand. They're the rules. You know, and basically, when I opened the account when I was unemployed and we used to, four of us, me and my missus, my father-in-law and my sister-in-law had five pounds each. So we had a 20 pound bet on, on accumulators. So we picked one team from each, each division. And because I was, went back into management and still had the bet, then that's a, that, but there was never any bets in there against any team that I was for to get beat one to win was the only one was Tramme to win and do you think if I knew we were going to win 5-0 I'd have had a pound on him (laughs) so what happened how did the FA
2: find Uh, out yeah did
4: it come out so I don't know to be honest it's somebody they 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 sent me uh, no they phoned me up and said uh, we believe you've got uh, an account can we have the username and whatever to get into it so I I gave them the username and whatever
2: did you know you are in trouble at this point did you think yeah because
4: I'm thinking well hold on a minute you know back at work and the easy the easy way out of all this was to put it in someone else's name mm. you know if i was actually on the fiddle or trying yeah, to do actively, something yeah. you know i could have easily gone they'll put that in my wife's name We'll put that in my father-in-law's name mm. you know because it's a bit of fun it was a bit family. of fun yeah and at that time i mean they've come down heavy now haven't you on, on yeah. the betting, mm. but it made me laugh when i got done for that i mean over the three this is over a three-year period right we we had a thousand pounds in bets, which sounds a lot now, but it's over three years, right? 20 pounds a week yeah. or whatever. And we actually won 900. <laughs> so I'm under pound down, right? So I get fined. I had to plead guilty because it was in my name. Yeah. You know, so you plead guilty uh, uh, when, when you go in there. The FA fire me, suspend the, the, the sentence on, on it. And then the, the chairman can't wait to, to phone me up and tell me where I'm out the door.
3: So it you cost know, you a lot
4: more than £100. It cost me about £106,000. Jesus, man.
3: <laughs> so what What was the... Did, you, did your nephew give you 3 50 yeah?
4: <laughs> yeah. He got to sleep pounds 50 that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <So, so, yeah. laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and you look back and think, you know, how, how naive and stupid, you know, when I could have easily just gone bang. And the funny thing about it, you know, was... When you're a manager, you get invited into everybody. You know you've played a game. The other manager says, "Come and have a beer or whatever." The number of times I've been in rooms and we were talking, and they go, "Oh, they've let me down on a coupon there." Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Nearly every time we went into manager's room, yeah. some team would let him down on a coupon. But they're really they're, they're strong on it now, and I I
1: agree that. Did you get any stick like any reporting out of context or anything like that? No,
4: like- I, I never got anything um no stick from where i mean it was funny because i uh i went back to tramway to do a thing for bt the the commentary and a little scouse lad come over the over the by the wall he went ronnie ronnie he went will you sign this for us give us your autograph on the (laughs) willie mill uh, (laughs) i swear to god it was on the willie mill bet and slip (laughs) no (laughs) It it was unreal (laughs) but, <laughs> well, like I say, that, that cost me. Now, I don't know how much more that has cost me because, you know, trying to get back into football now, I mean, Hartlepool were brilliant because, I mean, you know, after it had all been done and, and I left uh, Tramme, I actually went then to Hartlepool from there and we had the great escape yeah, uh, yeah. That, that we had from there. So, that at least they gave me the opportunity to come back and show that, that yeah. you know, I can still be a manager, I can still do this, that and the other. To keep them up, for me, was, was equivalent to them two promotions that we got with yeah. back-to-back that's, at Rotherham. That's rather some than, achievement. You know, you need 10 points adrift, the way we were, and to actually stay in by, by three points and, and one game to go, it was incredible. Yeah.
2: Do you know before you took the job, how did you play it when you, when you obviously walked in the building and thought, yeah. right, I need to get a smile on the lads' faces? Did you, yeah. did you go down that route rather than
4: tactical thing, yeah, or did you just think, exactly. right, I need to lift Lift the training with with, with funny games rather than boom boom boom, but have one day where you, you, the Thursday was the workday proper, where you did set plays and you, this is how they're going to play, um, and they knew then then the this Friday would sort of be 5 a side competition only only for like two or three weeks while you get your feet under the table. Just that injection. We, we went down there, yeah, boom, and it, it just sort of the. Instead of looking at the floor, their heads are up and they're smiling and they're laughing and, and, and whatever. Um, you know, we got together. We had we had Chinese out and this and, and talking, and let them have a beer on the bus when we're coming back and, and whatever. And the response you got from the players was terrific. I mean, without, without their response on the pitch, it doesn't matter what you do. You yeah. know, you you need them all to be on the same. If they're on the same uh, song sheet as you, they're they're going to they're going to give you everything. And Them lads. Gave us everything they had. No, and to be fair to the home crowd, I mean they they they, they really got behind yeah. it. The, the Arkle Pool crowd. I mean,
2: I know you love your your pop songs converted to football chants.
4: Oh yes.
2: Who's the best manager in the football <laughs> league? It's you, Ron, <laughs> Ron, Ron, Ron. It's you, Ron, Ron. Oh, it's, un- it's a beauty.
4: <laughs> it was unbelievable. Wasn't top that? three for me. Oh, it's it's yeah. up there, isn't it? Uh, uh, it's yeah, top three. up there. Easy. He's yeah, there. I mean uh, that that was on Twitter as well, wasn't it? I mean. We, We'd had a right day out. Uh, there was Sam Collins, uh, Marty Brown. We were all out uh, on the Sunday. and had a right, right day when we were safe, um, and we went out, and it, it, was Buster started singing that song, and I just slowed down, and then, then it come to me, and I went. It's me, Ron. <laughs> Ron, Ron. It's me, Ron, Ron. That, that was on Twitter. It was, it was absolutely it. quality, honestly, have God. The, have you seen the tattoo that somebody. Yeah. You Do you know about it? that? Like the picture. Yeah, of, of you on the lad's leg. Yeah, it doesn't look like me, though. It? Nose is,
2: <laughs> your nose is bigger than that. Yeah, Miles.
4: <laughs> yeah, I thought I could have made it a little bit smaller. I <laughs> <in laughs> <it. laughs> Kettle call it pop. <laughs> That must have been some night afterwards. We, we've won that. It was an absolute stonking night. I mean, it, it is. It, like I say, it's just like a promotion. The, you get the same feel and the same buzz as mm. keeping them up. As You shouldn't, but but you do, as, as when you win the league. It, we could have won the league by 20 points. Yeah. That it was the same. Still Especially the same yeah, feeling. Same adrenaline. Same same
3: yeah.
2: Especially the position that we're in as well. Yeah, we had 10 points that. adrift yeah. in it.
4: Yeah, we're odds on to go down by... I should <laughs> <Well, laughs> have had a pound on that. I'd have had the pound on that, yeah. Double-edged, that's I can't lose here. <laughs> that's where I should have had the pound, innit? Keeping them up, I'd have been a millionaire now. <laughs>
2: Did you find that you took a shine to the lads who didn't do everything by the book? You know, I, I'm using Brant, Branson as, as yeah. an example, because he was a bit, He had a bit of an edge to him. Did you a find yourself, yeah.
4: yeah. Yeah, you do, you know, and you do sometimes close your eyes on, on something that's gone on because I could have battered him loads of times and you, you think, well, no, because you know what he's going to do for you. You, you tend to, you, you do tend to think, no, I'll let that, I'll let yeah. that go. When the winners, it's that with a mentality that they've got in the minute, you know, that, that they are going to explode. I hate the ones who don't say anything yeah. more than anything, you know, they they let other people talk for them, but they, they, they won't sort of have a pop themselves, you know, and it, you know, there's been plenty of time when we've actually, when we got them promotion, John Breck was my assistant. We do all the functional work on the Thursday and think, yeah, bump, got that right. Then we'd have a drink before we went home on the Friday, done the work, and we'd be in the office five o'clock on the Friday. And Breck, Breck would have a beer that, and then he'd, he'd just drop one in and say, uh, are, you, are you sure about the way we're going tomorrow? I go, what? <laughs> I go, five o'clock, right? <laughs> I went, I know, but I've been thinking about it. He went, don't you we think we would be better to do this? And we go through it. It might be seven o'clock by the time we leave there. But I've gone home then with thinking everything's great. Then I've gone home and I'm thinking, I'm not. this might not, might not be the way to go here. Now that he's pointed it out to us, you know, so... Saturday we come in, get down with a big white board, lads come in and go, look, we're going to scrub that. What, what? And I bet the lads think, well, they don't know what to do. <laughs> These two cowboys, <laughs> here. What, what, what are they doing Yeah, they fucking Paul Chuckle yeah. again. We've had all week doing this, and now we're going to change it Saturday morning. You know? And we, we've been lucky enough that we haven't lost, because I think if you lose when you do it, mm. You then they will look at you and go they a pair of clowns they, 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 they don't know what to do in pinky and perky here. Do, do you know what I mean because yeah. Brett used to say that to me as we're walking in you know because the players are out aren't they they're warming up and whatever and as me and Brett used to walk Brett used to go look at him they're saying here they are pinky and perky <laughs> walking across here and I bet they did because they, they just said something wouldn't they because yeah. players do they can't help themselves can they <laughs> look at these two blind leading the blind here <laughs> It's, it's just one of them things that happens in football <laughs> did you, Did the Chuckle Brothers ever have much to do at Rotherham? little bits in the, in the early days they had quite a bit they used to come in and uh, used to get tickets and all that for their shows for the kids they, were, they, 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 they are mad Rotherham supporters yeah. to be fair you know and
1: uh, get them down for a training session
4: they, they are yeah, no they never to come be, for that you. they actually came in and um, I think it was Paul Warren's testimonial and they actually, they, they were the uh, physios for, for both teams. <laughs> so, so they had this bucket of water and they're throwing it over everybody. <laughs> you know, it's like, who invited these here? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but but just, they just can't help themselves. They've got to take the piss. Yeah. You know, and it's a shame, you know, obviously with, with, with them dying and all that, it, it's a nightmare. I mean, even now they're trying to get a statue or a, or a, um, a street or something named after them in Rotherham and they're still them in an and I think they should go away with that anyway. I don't think that should matter really, yeah yeah, but they're good people, they were funny, funny people <laughs> so what you doing? Are you open for open to offers trying to get back in? Yeah, I mean, look, you get to my age and like i've said it's it's like you're it's like you're a dinosaur, and you don't know what's going on, which is nonsense, really, because you know the career i've had a, a, as a manager and like I think it's something like 940 odd games or 930 odd games you as a manager.
1: 60, don't
4: you? You know, and you're thinking, can you get to that thousand or, or just? And that's not the reason I want to do it. I mean, the problem I have is because I've been a manager. And say I say, look, I don't want to be a manager anymore, right? I'm gonna, I'll be a recruitment guy. So you phone up or you speak to somebody. I won't get into a football club as a recruitment guy or a scout. I don't think because it's like, hold on a minute, he comes in here. If he comes looking in, in here and we go tits over, mm. tits up here, he's going he's gonna to have my job. So the easiest thing to say is no, innit? not it? And that, that's what I'm finding. So I can't even revert from being a manager into a recruitment guy. I mean, the only other thing that happens, and I think Lenny Lawrence has done, done that with uh, Newport, is like the director of football type guy who sort of sits there and advises, look, I don't want your job, I've had it, I've done it. Yeah, yeah. I've done all that, mm. right? But if you need to lean back and say, what do you think I should do here? Which they all need when, when they're young kids. You know, we've all been in a situation. So the young managers now, and, and it's like, what's wrong with, I bet Flinny's leans on, on Lenny Lawrence. So there is, now, am I saying that because I'm 66? Probably. You know, we're, you know, but I do believe there is a there is a, a, a niche for a, for a director of football in, in, in football. It can
1: only be a good thing, surely, even for a younger manager to be able to tap into that experience, to have it there.
4: Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. And and that, that's what annoys me a little bit, that, you know, um, even going scouting, you know, go and have a look at players, do this, that and the other. I, I've spoke to one or two people over it and never come back to me on it. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're thinking, well, hold on a minute. And I bet if I sent an email to every club in the football league and, and say, you know, if you're looking for recruitment, blah, 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 would you bear me mad? I bet I wouldn't get two replies out of that. I'd be very surprised if I did, because of the fear factor in football now. As a manager, you know the the the, the walk with the backs to the wall, the, the the fright to death to get stabbed in the back.
2: Yeah, would you do exactly the same thing if you got the, got a manager's job tomorrow? Would you change anything in terms of your man management? And say an example, getting beers on the bus, and would you do exactly the same thing?
4: All those times they've changed now. I know, you know. So so no, those 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 go out go out the, out the window. That 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 way of, of being a manager and get players on your side, you, you can't do that now. So you've ju- you've got to be careful. Hold on, a minute, The pissheads here. They're, they're, they're
2: just, <laughs> another does, one. Look at that. It doesn't even have to be the drink. Like I know Warnock will give the lads three days off if they yeah. get the result. Just gets the lads on side. Right, lads. See you. Well, we Tuesday, we did that.
4: We we used to, th- We've done that. That that that's that's another great thing for players. Get, I tell you what, we win today, lads. See you Tuesday. So it's a long weekend or whatever. So you come in Tuesday run the ghoulies off them then uh, they're yeah. off wednesday you, you could do all the shape in the world Monday two, right the way through the
2: week but that won't compare before a game if the manager goes right lads if we win today you're off, yeah, you're off for tuesday go.
4: yeah lads will be through brick walls what do you do?
3: Mean, a, it shouldn't really be, but it's just, it just it, it's
4: that's a the way it thing. is it's a great lift for everyone isn't it yeah you, you're thinking tell you what we win this three days off yeah and if you win it it's great you know but if you give them three days off then you get beat on a saturday that's when sometimes a comeback comes from, well, they've not been in, they've been mm-hmm. off for three days. What, what do you expect? So it, it's, it's how brave yeah. you are as a manager. Yeah. You've I, got to I trust think. yourself, haven't you? You've yeah. got to think
3: in yeah. It's how brave you are. If you score, we'll see you Friday. He <laughs> 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 went every foggy Monday morning. <laughs> <laughs>
2: couldn't resist, could <laughs> <laughs> couldn't. let an episode go by without mentioning it.
3: <laughs> well, Roddy, cheers. Yeah, yeah that that was thank brilliant. you very much. No that. problem, right. tell you what, if
1: I could give, give, we'll give you one option now, um, we'll put a private investigator on it you can find out was it the Ipswich which call the hawks or who wiped their ass on that towel which one you have <laughs> i think i'll have the hopes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just so i know
4: if I really any, if any local
1: papers want to run a, another poll about who they want as the you next got my, manager. you've got my you've got my five as well
4: let's <laughs> see my betting slips they're all right They can have a look at them <laughs> 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 i've got them at home from the uh from the Football Association. First guest with a notebook as well, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah. Impressive.
3: Super. Well, Well, he's his oldest guest, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: And I brought my glasses as well, just in case, but I, I didn't need them today.
1: <laughs> That's more notes and packages I've ever brought. In 29 a, episodes. I've been Ritter Road. Ritter Road. Cheers, mate. All uh, the best. Cheers, mate. All the best.
3: Cheers, lads. Lovely so, all.
2: Thanks, mate.
3: Ronnie, superb. One yeah. of the be- one of my best ones. That yeah, enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. Different perspective. Yeah. Um, you know what I'd, mean? I'd, I'd like to have played for him, would you? Oh, 100 uh, percent. Any manager who's, who's getting you Monday off if you win and putting a few beers on the bus and fish yeah. and chips, fucking right on my street.
1: He seemed like he v- very much takes a, a positivity approach in you know not drilling the lads, just getting them on side.
3: Yeah. It's well, I think he, he spoke about it. it every situation is different at the pool you just you, there's no point drilling the lads just got to go in and just get them smiling and playing and fucking working for each other and he, he obviously he obviously did that and same as he said that saving them from relegation was as pleasing and as much of a buzz as getting promoted twice yeah because I
1: suppose when you're in that situation you're not going to gain anything are you by going in there shouting and bollocking
3: at nah. everyone so lads are shite aren't they <laughs> they've the won league by 10 points they're shite <laughs> effectively they've been shit all season haven't they yeah. they can't get any lower they're not, they, might not, they might be alright players but for that season they've been shite
1: you might as well mate put a smile on their face yeah mm-hmm.
3: you might be shitting happy ain't you? as opposed to shitting not happy just goes to show you how far man management
2: goes with, with players and mm. how well the team does if you can get a, a, a team on your side
3: it's, it's half the battle yeah 15 fifteen, twenty points a season. I wonder if he ever tried to sign me. or you? Tried Come to on. sign me at Eastley Did he? Yeah. Did he? Yeah, I never thought to ask. I was going to say. That. I'm surprised didn't mention it. Yeah. He tried to sign me at Eastleigh, but what? At uh, what? From, from level
1: from... did that get to? You'd sit down, talking. You know?
3: Uh yeah. They, well, basically, they just wanted to take my contract over from Newport, and uh, I knew that some of the lads at Eastley were on good money, and and I, I, I asked for a, a deal. Which we know were nowhere near what some of the lads will be getting. Uh, but I was in League Two, I was dropping down to Conference, it was fucking miles away from home, although Newport were. Uh, so I just said, Look, if you just want to take my contract over, I'll uh, I'll leave it. And then that was that, then I ended up in New York. So mm. that was that. I very much doubted to try to sign him. Scaven. <laughs> <laughs> unprovoked and scathing. unprovoked Zach. Tell you what, he's got the old uh, ad shooter on, on lockdown, hasn't oh, right?
2: he? <laughs> you could see him as soon as he said it. The second time he thought, <laughs> okay, "I'll <laughs> say it again. I'll say it
3: again."
1: Well, thanks for listening once again. Yep. we we'll be back next week.
3: Yeah, yep. Mark. By the way, thanks for his reviews because there were, there were many more on, uh, than than what they had been the, yeah, the we previous be week. Bad. So keep, but uh, keep doing, keep uh, keep writing, them, please. I mean, well, if you think they're any good, anyway. Mm. If you think we're shy, we'll just leave it. Yeah, just you know what just, I mean. Swerve it. I yeah. Think.
1: Get over to the YouTube channel because obviously the full extended versions on on the channel of the podcast. So obviously the the audio version edited down, nice and concise. But if you like a bit more some of the stories that don't quite make it, Yeah. Get over to the
3: YouTube channel. I think channel. it's better being you able see to see them, well, yeah. yeah. The reactions, innit? Yeah. The reactions, I mean.
1: Amsterdam, football to Amsterdam, get over to the website, get over to our Twitter page, and we'll get the offer on. You get £50 off, and it's coming up very soon. Have you got your training in? Yeah, yeah. Bollocks.
3: Right, we'll <laughs> see you next week. Cheerio. Thanks for listening. Thank <laughs> you. Bye-bye. Bye. bye
1: we have got another very quick ask this week, because apparently, since recording, we've been nominated for the best podcast in this year's Football Blogging Awards, which is all right, isn't it? So... Voting's now open. If you could chuck us a voting, all you're gonna do is go over to Twitter and tweet. I am voting for at under the cosh, in at the FBAS for hashtag best podcast, which is too complicated even for the most advanced interneters. So what we'll do is we'll put it at the top of our Twitter feed, we'll put it to the top there. So all you're gonna do, copy, paste, tweet. Get your vote in and that'd be absolutely bloody fantastic. And as always, thanks for listening. Get over to Twitter, get your vote in. We'll see you next week. Cheers.